3: And what did you have? What was yours? What language did you speak then? I am a
4: revolutionary. Let's think about
5: what we didn't do. Amen. Then
4: it speaks to us and the possibility for us as a future person. Because ultimately, our people's future resides on what we do outside of the White House.
1: African descent family, America failed. She put And now to our common ground with Janice Graham.
6: Umoja, Harambe, welcome 2013, Kwanzaa Karamu at our common ground. Kwanzaa is an African-American celebration of cultural reaffirmation. It is a spiritual, festive, and joyous celebration of the oneness and goodness of life, which claims no ties to any religion. Kwanzaa means first fruits of the harvest, and we celebrate it December 26th to January 1st, basing it on the celebrations of seven guiding principles,
4: the Inguza Saba. Habarigani. This is our common ground.
5: is a Pan-African an African-American holiday um, that is a celebration of family, community, and culture. It is often ar- organized around seven fundamental principles, and it's a seven-day holiday that begins from December the 26th and goes through January 1st, and it's seven days uh, to in fact teach the seven principles, okay, which are in Swahili and then in English, Umoja, unity, Kujujagaliya, self-determination. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Ujima, cooperative economics. Near purpose. kumba creativity. And Imani, faith. And so I created Kwanzaa for three basic reasons. First, to reaffirm our rootedness in African culture. Because even though we are African people, due to the Holocaust of enslavement, We were lifted out of our own history and made a footnote and forgotten casualty in European history. And so the struggle we were waging, as Cabral said, is to return to our history and to use it to enrich and expand our lives. Secondly, I have created Kwanzaa in order to give us a time when we as African people all over the world could come together, reaffirm the bonds between us, and meditate on the meaning and awesome responsibility of being African in the world. And certainly it has flowered because of that, because if you look at how it has grown, over 28 million people celebrate this holiday on every continent in the world, throughout the world African community. And the third reason I created Kwanzaa was to <clears throat> introduce and reinforce the importance of African culture and African and values. And by communitarian values, I mean values that stress and strengthen family, community, and culture. These are our strengths. And at the, the hub and hinge on which this holiday turns, of course, and the central values are the Nguzo Saba, which we said earlier are Umoja Unity, Kujichagulia Self-Determination, Ujima Collective Work and Responsibility, Ujima Cooperative Economics, Neo Purpose, Kumba Creativity, and Imani Faith.
6: welcome you to the 28th Annual our common ground, Kwanzaa teach-in and celebration. I'm Janice Graham. Tonight, exploring the richness of this African American Pan African holiday, I'm joining with you to examine the seven principles, the Nguzo Saba, and honoring our ancestors. We hope that you will join us. And good evening, and thank you for being with us here tonight at our Common Ground. As many of you know, this is the 28th annual Our Common Ground Kwanzaa Teach-in and celebration. And I am so blessed to be able to share on this 28th time with the Our Common Ground family, uh, our understanding, our celebration of this African American. And Pan-African Holiday. Thank you for being with us, and if you'd like to join us uh, live in our chat room, you can come to blogtalkradio.com backslash OCG. When I look at um, our audience who shares with us in our chat room uh, and hear from them, it is expressed that it's a much easier and much more Informative and um, fun way in which to uh, enjoy our broadcast. So that's BlogTalkRadio.com back, backslash OCG. Tonight uh, on our Teach In and celebration of Kwanzaa, we're going to look at the the, the core. Of this holiday, and many of you will have questions and want to comment about it. Our number you might want to write it down is three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two. Joining me tonight in celebration, and as part of our uh, teach-in, will be Alpha of the Alfo Show. He has been doing a great deal of broadcasting this year. Uh, on the issue of the economics and economic empowerment in our community, and he's going to be sharing with us uh, his thoughts about one of the seven principles that has to do with cooperative economics, and that's UJAMA, and we're so pleased to have him. Um, the, uh, we had some scheduling conflicts with other members of the TruthWorks, Network family and um, Blanche Williams of Blanche, which will be premiering in 2014. Peter um, Matthews, Dr. Peter Matthews of Global Village, and Dr. Matthew V. Johnson of Solar Fire, was un- were unable to uh, join us tonight. Uh, as you know, both Dr. Reverend Peter Matthews and Dr. Matthew V. Johnson both have very important Sunday services tomorrow, and we understand that, and Blanche had uh, an emergency uh, with her family, and she'll be unable to join us. Um, So we will proceed as we always do, and thank you again for being with us. Let's start out by looking at this African-American and Pan-African holiday, It is celebrated by millions throughout the world, African community across the diaspora. Uh, Many of you will know this is my favorite holiday of all holidays uh, during the course of the year. And it is a big deal in my family, my uh, daughter, who will be turning 40, in 2014, maybe she won't, well, she she kind of brags about it. Um, <clears throat> it was during her childhood uh, that we began this uh, very treasured family ritual of celebrating Kwanzaa for all seven days. Kwanzaa begins December 26th, and the last day of Kwanzaa is January 1st, which most of us celebrate as the first day of the new year. Um, I have been blessed to have been asked by my only child to name her children. And uh, my first grandchild, who will be 21 in 2014, and she is a college junior, um, spending her a holiday home, completing applications and letters of inquiry, and uh, to enter medical school, and preparing for the medical school exam, the MCAT, MCAT, which is big talk this holiday season in our house. Sounds like it's uh, very much like the. L-S-A-T, and but in honor of our ancestors uh, and in my fidelity to the seven principles of Kwanzaa, to making a commitment to having lived most of my adult life uh, according to these principles, to integrate them into the soul and spirit of my life. Um, My first granddaughter, my first grandchild, my senior grandchild was named for the last day of Kwanzaa Imani, and we're going to be talking about what that means. Um, Every year, the Los Angeles Sentinel... Publishes a message from the founder of one of the founders of Kwanzaa, the leader of the founding of Kwanzaa, Data Malana Karinga. And I want to share with you some thoughts that he had this year about the holiday. He wrote, It is found in Harriet Tubman's commitment to an indivisible and shared freedom, Frederick Douglass's discourse on the indis- indispensable of struggle, Malcolm X's call for a new logic and language of liberation, and Mary McLeod Bethune's challenge to us to dare remake the world. And it is in the expansive message and meaning of the Nguza Saba, The seven principles, Umoja, Kujicakalia, Ujima, Ujama, Nia, Kumba, Imani. And all this is expressed beauty and expansive message and meaning of our culture. Born of a long history of work and struggle to repair and make the world good, to end suffering and oppression, to do and demand justice, seek and speak truth, and point toward a new history and hope for mankind, so that we will always understand and assert ourselves in dignity-affirming, life-enhancing, and world preserving ways and to me that embodies a lot of what i talk about on this program and i know that this is very serious talk radio we uh, we get we get some opportunities for laughter and entertainment but one of our themes about our common ground is that we our mission is to empower black america to achieve itself and During the Kwanzaa season, I believe it is a time of appreciative remembrance, it is a time of sustained reflection, and Kwanzaa also provides us a time of self-conscious recommitment. I'll go through those three things again because I was thinking about them very, very seriously Uh, as we prepare for this broadcast. A time of appreciative remembrance of our ancestors, great and ordinary, of the models of human excellence, achievement, and possibility that they offer, and of the enduring legacy of the good that they left us in the world. Kwanzaa is also a time of sustained reflection on the moral responsibility and the expansive meaning of being African and African-American, especially on how we understand and live our lives and engage the critical issues which confront our community, our society, and the world. And Kwanzaa is also a time of self-conscious recommitment to honor the awesome ancestral legacy left us by preserving and expanding it, to uphold the time-resistant moral and cultural values that have grounded us and guided us in our struggle since we came to these shores. And I believe And you may want to have a conversation with me about this, that Kwanzaa is a time for us to follow and to hold fast to the ancient African ethical mandate found in one of the basic meanings of Kwanzaa, Odu Ifa, to constantly bring good in the world and not let any good be lost, you know, I'm always reminded of um, a broadcast that Dr. Matthew V. Johnson on TruthWorks Network brought on Soul of Fire um, maybe a couple of um, months ago, and that is the idea that perhaps we are giving away some of the best that we have. Tonight, if you'd like to join us in this discussion, our number is 347 838 So we'll go to the very core of Kwanzaa, and that is the Nguzo Saba. There are seven principles, and by these principles, we move to a commitment during the Kwanzaa season to incorporate them in the ways in which we live our lives. There is no way to understand and appreciate the meaning and message of Kwanzaa without understanding and appreciating the profound and pervasive concern with values. If you've ever listened to any of the, and we were um just honored and and, and uh appreciative and, and grateful that over the twenty eight years that we have done this teach-in, we have had uh, Doctor Milana Karinga with us three or four times and as Kwanzaa has become more and more popular within our community, Doctor Karinga has asked many of us to be ambassadors around the holiday season. And one of the things that he underscores is that Kwanzaa's reason for existence, its length of seven days, its core focus and its foundation are all rooted in a concern with values, our personal values, the values by which we organize and work in our community. And Kwanzaa inherits this value, concern, and focus from Kwaida, the African philosophical framework in which Kwanzaa was created, and that is the Nguza Saba. Now, for many of you who are not familiar with Kwanzaa, I just want to briefly tell you that Kwanzaa was created to introduce and reinforce these Seven basic values of African culture, which, contrib- which can and should contribute, and is the, the should be the cornerstone to building and reinforcing family, community, and culture among African American people as well as Africans throughout the, the diaspora. And the values are called the Inguza Saba. And they also have principles. And if you go to our website at www.ourcommongroundtalk.wordpress.com or to our Facebook page, the event which we created uh, for this particular broadcast, you'll be able to see not only the principles, but you'll be able to see the symbols that go along. There is a symbol for each one of The principles. The seven principles include the first one, and it's really important to learn them. If you are just learning them for the first time, it's really important to learn them. And I'm going to be posting them in the in the uh, chat room in our chat room as we go along, uh, because the days of the holiday follow the order of the principles. And the first principle of this holiday is Umoja. Umoja. U-M-O-J-A. And it is a Swahili word for unity. To strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race, and I will um, continue to say that one of the reasons that it makes this so important uh, these 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 um, um, these principles these the Saba is because it speaks to all of the issues for which we ought to be focused. Umoja is unity. African in America should be unified or act in concert to confront the state of emergency that should be self-evident. Achieving black unity can be challenging and it can be elusive in the name of pursuing the interests of black people what we have in the black community is a myriad of leaders and organizations that all too often compete rather than cooperate with each other various leaders and organizations have different ideologies and strategies for achieving full freedom and liberation there is also a class divide between the more affluent sisters and brothers who have benefited from the movement and move up in the world and the dispossessed left behind in abandoned and devastated dark ghettos, the hood, as we call it. And overcoming disunity requires a conscious effort to create united, a united front with structures which bring our people together despite their differences in philosophy and approach. Now, Dr. Koringa has advocated operational unity as a concept to enable leaders and organizations with differing philosophies and approaches to work together. And he's defined that operational unity, meaning focusing on issues and areas where there is agreement among organizations and leaders, rather than focusing on the disagreement. And he calls this unity without uniformity. With so many problems, issues affecting the black community, the goal of operational unity is to have leaders and organizations collaborate, act collectively around specific issues, projects, and initiatives they agree on. We talk a lot about unity on our common ground all year round. Unity in the the black community requires bridging the class divide. Those of us who have seized on a pathway to the middle and upper, upper class, paved by the blood and sacrifice of heroes and sheroes of the black freedom struggle, Have an obligation. We continue to repeat this over and over on this broadcast. We have an obligation to spiritually and our physically return, as Ron Daniels would say, to Tobacco Road, the urban inner city neighborhoods of this country, to give back, to reinvest our time, our talent, our resources, to reconstruct revive the ghettos from which we have escaped. The first of the seven principles are the Inguza Saba, Umoja. Now, one of the things that I love about what we have done around these seven principles is that I have just talked about the community. But you can apply that in our families. Um, I have a Umoja candle burning because of some fractures in my own family. And I also understand my responsibilities in regard to that. If we look at what has happened in our families, within our community in this nation, if we, we look at what's happening in our Congress and our government and with our president, we cannot make a commitment to the first principle of the Nguza Saba without understanding that we have to strive for unity in regard to those issues as well. If we look at what we've faced over the over 2013 with voter suppression, the attack on the social security system, which is essentially an attack on the elders in our community and in our nation. If we look at what has happened on the attack on poor people and the demonization of poor people, if we look at what has happened in terms of the rise of Greed in this country. We ha- we we cannot attack those issues without having some kind of operational unity going on. You're listening to our common ground. This is um, our annual Kwanzaa teach-in. Three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two is our number. Now, the second day or the second principle of the Inguza Saba is Kuji Kujijakalia! Oh, my, my, my. Dr. Karinga, Dr. Karinga, Dr. Karinga. And, and it speaks to the time. Some of this speaks to the time in which Kwanzaa, was um, was founded. We were in great turmoil as much as we are right now. Hujatakalia means self-determination. The word is a Swahili word meaning self-determination. And the seven principles tell us that to define ourselves, name ourselves, Create for ourselves and speak for ourselves. There's been a lot of talk in the last seven years, six years, uh, about a post-racial society in the aftermath of, in the aftermath of the election of Barack Obama as America's first African-American president. And there also has been some with, in the race who wanted to escape the burden of their blackness. I know all of you out there who live in the black community, who have to deal with black, with, with black people and you're in your family and in your community and in your community organizations sometimes say, I want to resign from being black. The state of emergency in black America clearly suggests that race still matters as a determinant of your life chances in this country. Dr. Kuringa has said that to chart a course toward full freedom, a theory ideology of liberation must provide an identity, purpose, and direction if we are to permanently rise above the crisis plaguing our families and communities, we must name and claim our identity. We must proudly embrace ourselves to be resolutely committed to being of the race and for the race. And those of you who took the time Over the last two years, to read our announcements about this program, we'll see the words on all of our advertisements and on our websites of the race and for the race. As descendants from the African motherland, we are an African people. And part of our mission in life should be unapologetically working for the advancement of people of African descent in the United States and the Pan-African world. This does not mean disrespecting, disregarding, or disdaining other racial ethnic groups, for those of you who are about to call me and say, oh, you're always putting down white people. I do not put down white people. I simply cannot and need not spend time uplifting white people. Charity begins at home and spreads abroad, and love thy neighbor as thyself. We cannot, must not, abandon the race, especially for those who are still struggling to come out of the damages of being black in America in some kind of, we can't get involved in some kind of ill-conceived effort to become absorbed in a colorblind or post-racial society because that does not work for us, will not work for us. We have to lift ourselves up As a race of people, we have a right to define who we are and determine our destiny as people. And that is the second, that is the core, the foundation of the second principle of the Nguzi Saba Jakalia. Now, the third principle of the Inguza Saba is Ujima, Ujima. And it means collective work and responsibility. Folks, you know we don't work together enough. Uh, you know that we have forgotten how to get together and get the job done. And part of that has to do with we have lost our sense of self-determination and unity. That's and e'u moja. The doctrine of kwaeda, as conceived by Dr. Karinga, is grounded in the traditional worldview and way of life of African people. As such, it emphasizes we, us, and our in the terms of the values that are important to building and sustaining wholesale families and communities. This is diametrically opposed to what we seem to fall into the me, myself and I values of individualism and competition stressed as central to the cherished American way of life. The concept of the collective is frowned upon in America as socialist or communist. And yet the idea of extended families working together for a common purpose within communities with a sense of mutual obligation and responsibility is a deeply ingrained value in African societies, a way of living. And our own experiences as Africans in America, particularly in the South, we certainly will not permit class or status to divide us. If we see ourselves as one people committed to promoting the common good of the race, this is a clear example of the need to retain the values, principles of our forebearers and honor our ancestors in doing it as opposed to adopting a value orientation which has proven to be destructive to black families and communities. The third principle of the Inguzasaba, Saba, Ujima, collective word, work and responsibility. The fourth principle of the Ingaza Saba In- <laughs> is Ujama, cooperative economics. And joining me in talking about this third um, uh. principle of the Nguza Saba, the fourth principle of Nguza Saba, is Alpha of the Alpha Show. But before we bring you on, um, I want to thank him for being focused uh, about how important the principle of cooperative economics are. And that is his contribution and his outstanding broadcasting over the last three years at TruthWorks Network. He has been loyal. He has understood the value and the, the, the effort. Uh, that we make in making sure that we can continue to be a source of truth in our information, because you know there is there are a couple of things that a lot of people don't understand, and one of them is that there is fact and there is truth, and truth comes from the wisdom of understanding the facts. And Alpha of the Alpha Show has been the granddaddy of the microphone when it comes to understanding that particular barometer. Alpha, thank you so much for joining us and good evening.
2: Well, good evening to you, Janice, and thank you. Thank you for having me. I was wondering if there was someone else on the line. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you know, you know I love you and you're a, you're a one of a kind.
2: Well Janice, uh, thank you for your kind words, but I've um as always I'm um uh, torn um uh, a little confused when it comes to the economics of this because it's not a It's not rocket science, and we seem to are very dismissive of the importance of economics and the unity and sense of community. And it, it would be a lot easier if we as a people wouldn't simply practice these seven principles on the seven days of Kwanzaa, that we would practice them all the time. And that, that's a bigger concern for me because we seem to, as a people, our youth seems, it seems to be a distant uh, uh, concern for our youth. And but for Historians and people of knowledge and people in the know like yourself who continue to remind us of the importance of such programs and such adherence to what's out there. And, you know, I, every year we do this. And it, I can't help but look at it, the landscape of our youth and how so many African Americans are simply willing to wallow in the abyss of hopelessness. And it is, it, it, there is a roadmap, and it seems that only a very, very few will follow it. Those of us who will follow it or want to follow it seems to be a dwindling number. But we can't, we can't stop. We can't give up the fight. We must press on. And that's why I'm so thankful for your service and your commitment to beating that drum for us. Because that's what it takes. It takes the constant beating of that drum to instill this in hopefully, and you've heard me say this about my family, uh, getting them to understand the sense of community and what it takes it really, it's like it's trying to it's like trying to sell ice to a Eskimo. They just don't get it.
6: Well, you know, Alpha. One of the things in regard to Ujama, um, you know, all year you have been um, you have been um, allowing on your broadcast. You've been you've been using a lot of Dr. Claude Anderson. Uh, uh, his his concept of powernomics, and uh, I refer to George Frazier, and both of them have been a part of our common ground at some point over the last 28 years uh, through his power networking, George Frazier's power networking. A lot of people do not understand that the value or the principle of ujamaa dictates that entrepreneurs and businesses explore ways of collaborating, cooperating, exchanging ideas and pooling resources where appropriate to to, to to just enhance the collective economic empowerment of the black community. We even have laws for that. But it's not happening because there is no center from which to pull and to push because we are not engaged in joint efforts to build and sustain an economic foundation for our families and our communities. We don't have cooperatives. We don't have credit unions. We don't have investment clubs. And community development corporations have been taken over by uh, the white government structure. And those are examples of economic structures based on pooling and sharing resources for the common good. So, you know, and 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 we start nonprofit corporations or individual entrepreneurships, uh, adventures, and, but we don't draw in, we don't bring in, we're not inclusive. I just found out on yesterday that there are three. Uh, I'm I'm going to tell it because I think we have to do some truth telling in regard to. A lot of this stuff, and it really underscores exactly why the seven, the Inguza Saba, is so important. I found out that there are three uh, black broadcasters who are telling some of the people who have been involved in this show as guests uh, and contributors for many years that. They shouldn't come on this show. Well, you know, I was dog-tied to be biting somebody on their knee, on their ankles when I heard this. But it just goes to show that cooperative economics, if you are going to put the me, I, me, and myself in front of everything else, it kills off the other. Pr- you can't live by. By I, me, and myself And say that you're for self-determination
7: well, you, can't
6: live, you can't live by Ujima To build and maintain together If you're for I, me, myself, and I Which is contradictory to Kujijakaliya
2: But isn't that what we have been indoctrinated to do?
6: Absolutely. And and here and here is a way to break free. This is a path to personal liberation. Is it not?
2: You're absolutely right. You're
7: Our absolutely- number is
6: three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two if you'd like to join this conversation. Alpha is our guest talking about Ujamaa, Cooperative Economics. Alpha, I'm so glad you're with me. We haven't been together for a long time. But, I mean, Alpha, one of the things that we know, if we look at the spirits of T. Washington, Marcus Garvey, W.E.B. Du Bois, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, if we look at Uh, Madam C.J. Walker, we can look at the examples of African-Americans persistently working to build an economic infrastructure which undergirds our social and political institutions. I mean, it's complex. This inguza Saba is complex. It's not gonna come easy. I've been I've been studying and meditating on these seven principles for um uh, more than thirty years, let's just put it that way. And every year something else comes up. Alpha, let me tell you what we're doing and you can and maybe have get your comment on it. We decided on yesterday that we're going to do a SUI, which is uh, a savings system and sharing system. People on this broadcast have heard me talk about this. It emanated really out of the the West Caribbean uh, cultures. And everybody in our family... um, is going to be putting in $50 a week into the pot. And every other week, somebody in the circle gets the whole pot. By the end of the year, everybody would have shared in the whole pot. And Miles Hughes, my 12-year-old grandson, is going to be the Suey banker. He's going to handle the accounts. He's going to be the person who will contact the one that's always going to be late putting their $50 in. And he's going to be the one who will disperse the funds every other week to the person. And uh, we had a lot of discussion about how do we decide who gets it first, who gets it second, who gets it third. And we decided that we would do it by age. The oldest gets the first pot, the the next oldest gets the second pot, etc. Now, we are doing this uh because everybody's always talking about, "Oh, I can't save fast enough." Now, I, I imagine for a minute if we decided to do this and it was $500 a month because Someone in the family needed to raise enough money to put a down payment on a house, one of our first time home buyers. Which by the way, we're encouraging Imani that by in a year and a half she should own her own uh, little piece of the real real estate. And it's simple as that, I think, sometimes. I think sometimes when we start talking about credit unions, oh, the community ought to organize a credit union, the church ought to organize a credit union, and we've had some real hardships around those things, that we can come down to the more simple things. What do you think?
7: Well,
2: I'm I'm in agreement. You know, you say this is a family venture, and that's great because i think we get it gets dangerous once it gets away from you know a family commitment i think that it is fine to to operate a a program a situation like that susie susie
6: alfo <laughs> i know you 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 don't like these strange terms but, oh. but but when you say it gets dangerous, I think it's more dangerous in a in a in a family than it would be with strangers because strangers seem to hold each other accountable without a lot of personal uh personal engagement, but with the family i mean. I could see somebody divorcing somebody over the over the stuff.
7: Well,
2: I'm, when I say it like that, I, I'm like this. Going into a venture, what did you call it, Susie? Susie, okay. Because I've heard different pronunciations. Going into a, a, a Susie like that. Anyone who enters into that, especially family. Must come to understand that it's not just missing your contribution that breaks down the the fiber of such a program. It also uh, speaks volumes to your commitment to the family. There must be uh, almost like a religious like. Uh, effort to maintain your contributions and maintain it on on time. And see, that's that's just the beginning of it. Because mm-hmm. if you have contributions and you have people committed to it, then there's no reason that it shouldn't work just fine. But as we know, that there are things in everyone's life that are different. And, uh, you know, stuff happens.
6: Well, let me let me throw this one by you, because I think this ujama, u- u- ujama, um, is very, very important. Um, I mean, you don't find a lot of black people who are wealthy enough to not have to worry about how money's being managed, how, how revenue is coming into their family. We especially have a lot of single um, uh, uh, parents in our community. Um, I'm looking at our chat room and um, Michelle, uh, our TruthWorks and our Common Ground Media and Communications Administrator is, who is also works with Black Women's Blueprint in New York, is saying that they are doing one and it's working well. But it doesn't always have to be with money. It could be with, say, a Costco's membership. It could be with a group of single mothers getting together and deciding, okay, we're going to get a Costco's membership Everybody will chip in $2 for the $125, and we'll have five members on the five cards so that we can bring down the cost of food. Uh, It could be a group of grandmothers who bank um, baby clothes, baby furniture, um, so that and when I say banking it, I mean we just moved um, my youngest grandson into a toddler bed, uh, which I, by the way, I posted on Facebook. It's uh, <laughs> a little racing car as a bed. Miles had a, a fire truck, uh, but um, it could be a group of grandpa- grandmothers, grandparents who get together and rent uh, a little place to store uh, hand-down clothing, baby clothing and children's clothing and baby equipment. I mean, we've got an attic full of uh, hatches and, and, and rockers and all kinds of stuff. It could be something like that rather than money, but it is the basic principle uh, as you've noted, of encouraging our people to share resources and engage in joint efforts to build and sustain an economic foundation for our families and communities. You know, I'm, I'm real concerned um, what's happening with our historical black colleges and universities we better suzy up or do something, or we will find ourselves 10 years from now not, I even want to say, Alpha dishonoring our ancestors who fought so valiantly and sacrificed so much so that we could have these schools.
2: Well, Dennis, um, I'll be one to say that... Uh... Our youth have already dishonored the legacy, the history of uh, these uh, black institutions. Uh, You know, I'm always, and i I understand where what you mean and where you're coming from, but I also understand the reality of we as a people being so fractured that we continue to listen to the wrong voices. So therefore, we continue to do just the wrong things.
6: Yeah, yeah. Well, Alpha, can you stay with me? It's uh, top of the hour, 11 p.m. at the 28th Annual Kwanzaa Teach-In at Our Common Ground, we're going to take a break. Um, I, I want to thank you for the work that you have done in regard to cooperative economics uh and encourage you uh to uh continue to share the work of Dr. Claude Anderson and uh Dr. George uh Fraser uh, power economics and um and um and um Doc, uh, George Fraser's Power Networking, and um, I want you to stay with me so that when we come back we're going to be talking about the fifth principle, which is NIA and purpose, and I was really looking forward to Blanche Williams uh, being with us because she was going to talk with us about that, NIA, purpose when we come back at our common ground. Thank you so very much for being with us tonight.
0: is the only way for you to be Umoja for all of my soldiers and I'm a believer in Kujichagulia that means Self-determination for all the nation. We've been so patient for education and medication. And we don't forget about the reparations. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Your community needs your ability. Because your utility is their fertility. You can go into ministry or to dentistry. But you don't need to sit Hennessy and hip. Go to Tennessee, get a degree from Fisk. Come back to communities that raise black fists. And tell all of your brothers and sisters about this. I oh, love of energies within me since I was an infant I've been blessed infinitely I told you my inspiration is plenty and creativity is part of my identity Andy money, faith in God friends and mommy pops brother and sister faith in everybody and you can call me whenever you need me my whole family yo please believe me Ujamaa cooperative economics sorta like quanta got me hooked on phonics mixed with hip hop y'all got no idea listen to my lyrics y'all can know my near. My purpose is to make something of worth, is to reach deep below the surface. So I take words to new meaning, sorta of like a thesaurus. Got me speaking Swahili, sorta of like in the chorus.
1: You're listening.
5: was to <clears throat> introduce and reinforce the importance of African culture and African communitarian values. And by communitarian values, I mean values that stress and strengthen family, community, and culture. These are our strengths. And at the, the hub and hinge on which this holiday turns, of course, and the central values are the nguzo Saba, which we said earlier are Umoji Unity, Kujichagulia Self-Determination, Ujima, Collective Work and Responsibility, Ujima, Cooperative Economics, Neo-Purpose, Kumba, Creativity, and Imani Faith.
6: And we want to thank you for being with us and joining us on this 2013 Kwanzaa Teach-In and Celebration. And with me tonight, sitting in on the other mic, is Alpha of the Alpha Show, who just shared with you his thoughts about ujama uh cooperative educ uh cooperative oh god what is wrong get somebody get me some water uh um, uh cooperative economics <laughs> I love this holiday. Alpha, we're going to go to our phone, 610. You're on the air, and you want to join in on this conversation. Thank you for being with us. Habari Ghani.
8: Yes, hello, Hotel. Brother Brock right here. from Philadelphia, from
4: Philadelphia PA.
8: Where
2: is he from? Because I never get it.
7: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
8: good day to you as well, as well as the Blog Talk family, and I put a Question into the chat room Based on tonight's conversation Uh, We have a local chapter in NAACP and every year We do Kwanzaa and I've been Part of this for about uh, Seven years I guess And normally I just help Volunteer with the food Setting setting up the tables Getting the uh, information out For people to come We always have a small turnout Older crowd We've been trying to get a younger crowd And my point specifically is uh, two years in a row we've had a storyteller, two different storytellers, and both times the person that gave the information pertaining to Kawanza and the seven principles did not do a very good job when you compare it to the likes of, uh, K- K- uh, Brother Karenga um, uh, um, K- Brother Kwasi uh, Anthony Browder Etc, uh, etc et I've been around a couple of heavy hitters When I go to some of my other uh, Activist groups and listen to them Give black history And of course they're professionals They are dynamite So now to pull it down To a local level is it, Would it be disrespectful If I helped out and had to read off of birds as opposed to having it flow off my lips, especially the way you just did, Miss Janice. So that's my question for the day. It's a one-time event. I would like to do it more often if I could be good at it, but I don't want to be bad at it for the first time.
6: Well, thank you, uh, Brother Brock and um I am just honored to be mentioned with uh the people the people that you're that that you've just uh, uh, mentioned they are uh, one as you said professional uh presenters the other is that they are people who uh have had community empowerment as the core part of all of the work that they do I certainly don't think it would be disrespectful, but let me suggest something to you. Uh, Dr. Kuringa, Tony Browder, uh, they both have YouTube videos, uh, yes. and you might want to incorporate that. I think it is not disrespectful for you to really clarify what, these, what the Nguza Saba is, uh, there are many people who reject Kwanzaa because of the history of some of the people, uh, particularly Dr. Milana Koringa uh, and his first organization and some of their political history. Uh, but um, I, I think a history of why Kwanzaa was um, was formulated and in this teach-in, I have always had recordings of previous, um, uh, when I was on terrestrial radio, I was able to use uh, previous uh, visits with Dr. Malana Karinga and others, including Dr. Amos Wilson and and um, and uh, Dr. Naeem Akbar and Dr. Jawanda Kunjufu, who could translate these, um, uh, these principles in the same way, so I I I wouldn't think it would be disrespectful at all. It's you know to 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 make sure that uh, you encapsulate the history, what these principles mean, some of the ways, and you can be a, to- a storyteller. The ways in which you and your family and friends have celebrated Kwanzaa. Uh, Koringa has never ever said that you have to do it this way or you have to do it that way or you have to do it the other way. He's always said that at the core of it are the principles and if, and, and if you have a story to tell i mean and I think you do i've heard you talk um, as a as, as a call in uh, to this show for many, many years, and you do have stories, and you can tell stories um, uh, about. Each one of these principles from your personal experience, you can ask people to participate as you go through it. You don't have to do it in some way. Um, I can. Um, uh, I will go through the pronunciation again, and I have your email address. And thank you for your support for all of these years. And I can send you a phonetic spelling. Of, of all of the principles, they're not very, very hard. Um, with um, uh, a presentation that I did at my grandson's school uh, just a couple of days ago um, uh, of, of my comments because I had to be sure they only gave me five minutes and I had to run through it real quick. And I'd be more than willing to do that. But it is very important that in our community we continue to push these principles, uh,
8: okay, and uh, to answer part of your question and uh, 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 Michelle's t- uh, chat, chat room comment, we're on a low to no budget, and last year we did not have the big screen. We only had a small, a, a regular-sized television, and that did not go over well.
7: Uh-huh, so uh-huh.
6: so we, it might not only, be a way yeah. in which you can do it. Um, yeah the
8: only way we did that is if we had a bigger uh, pull down screen with the uh, projector, and that's just not part of this organization, so uh-huh. that's
6: like a fun. And part I of would suggest part. Yes. I would suggest before you do this that one of the things that you do is go to YouTube and um, if you go to my Facebook page, I have a wonderful lecture that I posted in this event for this broadcast tonight. A wonderful lecture. Uh, last year by Dr. Koringa um, about why Kwanzaa is important and why it is important for us to be multicultural in our approach to the problems in our society. And you can make notes. Uh, You can go, I'll send you some materials that you can use. You can go to his official uh, website. And uh, yep. look at the Los Angeles Sentinel article. Uh, he writes one every year. It, it is printed every year about what this means, and you can use those as quotes. So I know. Um, you know, I I, and,
8: and, yeah.
6: and 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 thank you so very much for the work that you do. In in Philadelphia, thank you so much, and thank you especially for your support of of this broadcast.
8: Always, and thanks for uh, helping me out. I'll talk to you, and I'll be in the chat. Okay, room. and
6: look for my email. I'll send it to you tomorrow. Sure enough. Okay, Alpha C, we we do we uh, have our our. Um, we have, we, we have opportunity to fulfill, fulfill our, our mission in many ways in our community. Before we went to break, we, uh, the fifth principle we said we are going to deal with and we're going to have to move pretty quickly if we're going to get through all of these principles uh, during uh, this broadcast. And the principle is Nia. Um, I had the pleasure of um of running this word across my brain every morning, because I think about what is this day for me? what must I do alpha when when we survey the incredible fratricide that you and carnage that you mentioned as we talked about Ujamaa that, that has occurred and is occurring in black communities, largely committed by young black males, in your, especially in your hometown of Chicago, You have to have the feeling that it may be because many of our young people lack a sense of purpose and meaning in their lives. I know for the young people in my family, I am always looking at providing a path for them to discover the purpose of their lives and put meaning in their lives. And I think that this may be related to a lack of collective purpose in the black community as a whole we are way beyond the days of the civil rights human rights and black power movements when there was a pervasive spirit of purpose that was in the air and this holiday as a matter of fact came as a result of that there was a i was so fortunate india uh, michelle House Music, well, House Music Lover may be a little young for this, Um, uh, Alpha, we were really so fortunate uh, because there was a, a dynamic movement and a feeling that black people were on the move. In the face of daunting state of emergency, we urgently need to restore a sense of purpose in black America. Now, most of you have heard me talk about uh, this lack of purpose, this lack of meaning that we seem to have collectively. And you have heard me tonight talk about state of emergency. That will be the theme of our common ground in 2014. We are in a state of emergency as a people. And we, we urgently need to look at, redefine our sense of purpose in black America. And I suggest, as a person that has, I have been so blessed, there are very few scholars, authors of import that I have not had the opportunity to talk with at least two hours in my lifetime. Very few. And they are not all celebrity, like Antoinette Harrell that we talked to a couple of weeks ago, nurturing our roots. Uh, the friendship that I have enjoyed as a result of this, um, this broadcast, this show, this, my purpose, my life works with uh, Dick Gregory, who calls me all kinds of times and nights and he doesn't say hello, he doesn't say how you doing, he just starts talking. Dr. Nathan Hare, Dr. Julia Hare, who I pray for every morning. I thank her for her nourishment that she has brought into my life. But anyway, Alpha, I know I'm getting off of this, that uh, uh, the purpose that we must have should be a commitment to reclaim and rebuild our communities a determination a fervent determination that America's desolate dark ghettos will become new communities that are bright beacons of hope and possibility and that includes Detroit and Chicago and New York City with their frisk stop and frisk crap going on that the collective conviction or, or, and, and purpose and the struggle required to rebuild our communities must, pages, you are serious thinkers who listen to this show, who listen to our archives, who call me for resources and information. It, we must make it contagious. It must capture the hearts and minds of our young people who have lost their respect for what we do and what we do not do by restoring a sense of mission to their lives, a sense of purpose, NIA, as part of a people fighting to liberate themselves from an oppressive value system and society that brings us the agenda that we see in our House of Representatives and the agenda that we don't see in our Senate. That is what Nia means. We've got this for you.
4: Oh, was portraying unity, definitely pride, unity within the family, their pride in their ancestry, always with uplifted faces, Kwanzaa is a very young holiday. To have a stamp commemorating seven days about our heritage
3: is phenomenal to have. You know, to see Kwanzaa visible in that manner it says that black Americans have advanced, but then you can't forget about what affects ordinary black people on an everyday level.
1: You feel that uh, that we're making progress in in this country no, and worldwide? No, 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 no. I, I will never say that progress is being made. If you stick a knife in my back nine inches and pull it out six inches, there's no progress. If you pull it all the way out, that's not progress.
7: And you have even admitted that. Here along the Gulf Coast is
1: catastrophic. There are an uncounted number of the dead tonight. With Katrina, well, you know the government actions left a lot to be desired.
4: New Orleans was just pretty much an example, just to, you know, just to show that look, this is this is really how the government feels about you. It unveiled the mass of what America, what America has done for centuries. But even in the midst of just the muck and mire of everything, the people are able to stand up and say, regardless of what it is that you've tried to do, it's up to us. How are we going to do it? This is why the people stood up and said, you know what? I got to help my brother. I got to help my sister. We're the ones that have to do that, you know? And you see that that was beauty because African-Americans, they were helping each other. You saw unity there. You saw the helping hands. Churches came together, community centers. I mean, it was so many people. It didn't matter uh, if you weren't their child. It didn't matter if you weren't their sister. Everyone was in the saving business. It's always the people that make the move. The path that they were guided by, it was guided by the principles of Kwanzaa. The
7: spirit
1: of Kwanzaa was really enacted during Hurricane Katrina. Kwanzaa is about history and family and the like. And uh, frankly, most of the families were still uh, very traumatized about the experience that we had gone through. Most of us were homeless. Most of us were living with someone else. In 205, we were living elsewhere. members of the family even within one family immediate family were in different places so uh, it just was virtually impossible to even focus on Kwanzaa but I do think the principles were still in play.
4: After Katrina it became hard because we were used to congregate together during Kwanzaa we were used to the light of the candle. we were used to to just I mean just the being guided by the principles of Kwanzaa, and so after the storm, I mean, for for a while we had this sense of loss.
1: For the first time in 07, since before Katrina, uh, we were able to celebrate Kwanzaa, and it gave us an opportunity to recapture those values that became even more important following this this natural disaster near
4: near means first purpose.
1: near purpose.
4: with Katrina all these principles every last one of them was shown like through people um, just coming and just being so welcoming and loving and, and just giving and they became like family even though you just met these people they were like family The crimes that just passed was much stronger than it has ever been because it gave us hope. I mean, to, de- to see people together again and knowing that, in, I mean, the years passed, everything was washed away and we did not know that we were going to ever see each other again. So to me, it made it more meaningful and it was perfect. was perfect around me, around me, around
3: me, around me, around me. The fifth principle is Nia, which means purpose. Nia helps us to know who we are and where we are going.
4: It's listening to your inner heart and soul and really focus in our life to make your life the fullest. I remember the first year that I celebrated Kwanzaa. It kind of gave me a purpose that was bigger than myself.
3: If you don't have a plan or a vision for yourself, for your family, for your wife, for your children, for your mother, for your father, and the people in your immediate circle, you're a lost man. And I don't want to be a lost man. I want to be a sound man. I want to be an empowered man, a man that empowers my surroundings, that empowers my city, that empowers my nation, that empowers my country, that empowers the entire earth. Purpose
1: depends on how we reacquaint ourselves to the language of the earth
4: when we change ourselves we make all of this planet better when we improve ourselves we have the opportunity to improve the entire planet earth
5: one of the things that we have to understand about Kwanzaa is it's an environmentally conscious holiday that teaches us to respect the world and all its wonder and beauty and that we are linked to it that rock and river, stone and star, and human being are all linked and locked together. So we got to conserve, we got to recycle, we got to do all of those things that are necessary to, to cultivate a future for
4: our children on this planet. And If we don't have some kind of common purpose, then we really lose out, not just on our individual gains, but on our collective gains as well.
2: It is at the heart of everything in this life. I mean, you have to have a purpose in life. You have to have a purpose in
1: community. You know, even with Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa is there. What is your
6: end game? I have been asking it all year. No, well, the last couple of months. Nia really embodies Alpha. The question I've been asking for months, what is your end game?
2: Janice? Your, your question is well understood, but there is, a, there is a, for me, there is a conscious level of reality. I fully embrace and agree that we must continue to beat the drum and carry this message. Because of its importance I am not willing to give up On this mission
7: Okay
2: I get frustrated I get frustrated I I get uh, deterred I get, you know, but Yet I continue It's What I've always said A lot of times my only uh, duty is disseminate information, whether or not it is absorbed by those who deeply need to hear the message. Will take care of itself one way or the other. So I I always and I remain firm in that belief that my responsibility is. To disseminate information that is useful, and it's therefore the taking.
6: Mm-hmm. My, my, you know, one of the things that I think that as we look at this fifth principle, nia, which means purpose, that we first have to decide that our lives in this country really is defined by, whether we're engaged in it or not, a fight to liberate ourselves from an oppressive value system and society. We cannot participate. You know, there's a there's a, I think, I can't remember who said it, but I think it was Frederick Douglass that you cannot burn down the master's house while you're still living in it. So we offer the fifth principle, NIA, to look at essentially what is your end game and how will we instill a new pervasive spirit of purpose in the air in our communities. The fifth principle of the Nguzu Saba is Kuumba. Kuumba, which means creativity. That is, in short, to do always as much as we can and the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial then we inherited it. People of African descent gave the world its first multi-genius in the person of Imhotep, the Egyptian physician, architect and engineer who mastered the science of building in stone. ...that led to the erection of the pyramids as one of the greatest wonders of the world. And you could very well say that creativity,
7: kumba,
6: is in our DNA. Look at our music. Look at our arts. Look how we have changed the world through our creative selves. Africans from the Caribbean took old barrels and transformed them into steel drums... ...that produces amazing music. Those of us who came up on the rough side of the mountain in America, which is most of us, bear witness to the fact that our mothers and fathers were masters of making something out of nothing. They had to in order to survive. To overcome the state of emergency, we must rebuild our families and communities and a formidable undertaking. It will not be easy, but we should act with the absolute confidence that we possess the creativity, the knowledge, skill and will to meet the challenges before us. If you think about it, if you just think about it, Alpha, we're not providing our children opportunities to learn and to engage in art, in music. We're not giving our adults the opportunity to be creative in how we educate our children. We're not being creative in looking at what we have and what we don't and how to make it in the middle. And that is why Kuumba is so important. The thing that I worry about and I have articulated over and over on this broadcast is the idea that our children's lives should be better. They should be more liberated. They should be freer to engage in achievement and successes than we did. And that is inherent in this notion of this principle, Ku'umba, to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than we inherited it. That is our obligation. You're listening to the 2013 Our Common Ground Kwanzaa teach and celebration. And as I talk about these things, I do celebrate them. I really do celebrate them. Our number is 347-838-9852 for those of you who would like to join us in this discussion. And finally, the seventh And final principle of the Nguza Saba is Imani. Now, that's a tough one, folks, for everybody. It's a tough one, it's a tough one, it's a tough one, and I realize it. To believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. Imani. That is really a tough one. The 2013 theme for the Kwanzaa season, as always articulated by uh, Dr. Milana Karinga, is this, Kwanzaa, Us, and the Well-Being of the World, a Courageous Questioning. I'm going to post it in our chat room. The 2013 theme is Kwanzaa, Us, and the Well-Being of the World, a Courageous Questioning. That's the theme for 2013. And if you go to the official site, uh, Kwanzaa site, if you do a Google search or if you go to officialkwanzawebsite.org, uh, you can find uh, Dr. Kuringa talking about this theme from the Los Angeles Sentinel. And it was published on December 13th. Uh, And what he says is at the heart of our ethical imperative to bring and sustain good in the world is our ancestors and our profound concern with the well-being of the world in both the natural and social sense. And it comes out of Kwanzaa's ancient roots in agricultural harvest celebrations and the accompanying respect for the earth and its life-sustaining role. He goes on further to say that at the center of this concern and care must be a constant and courageous questioning, first, about how we understand and assert ourselves in the world and what this means. Thus, the day of meditation during Kwanzaa, which is the culminating point and place of our remembrance, reflection, and recommitment, calls on us to sit down, think deeply about ourselves and in the world, and measure ourselves in the mirror of the best of our culture to determine where we stand. He goes on to say that courageous questioning also of necessity is a rightful and righteous calling into question, offering a severe and sustained criticism of the evil, wrong, and unjust in the world, and seeking corrective and alternative answers without fear of consequences or deference to convention, customs, hierarchies, or oppressive structures of various kinds. And you might ask, well, why, Janice, are you talking about that in the concept of imani? seventh principle and (sighs) given the obstacles our forebears faced they had to have an abiding faith that survival was possible that beyond the brutality the hardships the suffering and sacrifice of the moment joy would come in the morning that someday a generation that sprang from, from, I'll use the word, from their loins, sons, daughters, and grandchildren, -grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren, would be able to proclaim free at last. For millions of black people, it was a belief that, quote, we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord, unquote. For others, it was a um, spiritual force deep down inside that could be tapped to carry forth to another day and another day. The faith that a better day was coming for the sons and daughters of Africa in America. In this current crisis that we see ourselves in, and you have to understand that crisis, we have spent 2013 talking about housing, poverty, and education and the crises before us, we too must have faith, a belief that enables us to scale heights, not normally possible, because we believe and act on our beliefs. Very close to principles of Kuomba creativity, we have to have faith that there are no odds too great for people to overcome if we act with, Umoja, unity, Kujicakalia, self-determination, Ujima, collective work and responsibility, Ujamaa, cooperative economics, Nia, purpose, Kuomba, creativity, and Imani, faith. We all have sung the song. Deep in my heart, I do believe. We shall overcome someday. Our number is three four seven eight three eight nine eight five two. Joining me tonight in our annual Kwanzaa teach-in and celebration, Alpha, my dear dear brother of the Alpha Short TruthWorks Network. Tonight, I want to just call on all of you to have a blessed solstice and to remember the ancestors that came out of your circle. In the Kwanzaa season on... Uh, The night of um, the the last day of Kwanzaa, which is the first day of the new year, January 1st, we have to remember our history. Historically, that particular day has been for African people a time of sober assessment of things done and things to do, of self-reflection and reflection on the life and future of the people of recommitment to our highest cultural values. In my home, it is the night in which we call on our ancestors in honoring them and in remembering those who have come before us and hold us especially Responsible to to pay special homage That's the southern way of saying it y'all Special homage to the ancestors and those of the national community and those of the family We generally call on those that we loved The Harriet Tubmans uh, Ida B. Wells Mary Church Terrell Marcus Garvey Malcolm X, Dr. Martin Luther King, Dr. Carter Woodson, uh, Dr. George uh, Carver. Uh, But we also call on those that we knew. Um, I call up the names on the day of Imani in the order that they left. that I can remember. Um, And uh, I will mention a few of them. Um, We call the grandmothers and the grandfathers. We call the aunts. We call the uncles. We call the cousins. We call the children that we have lost in our family as children. Tonight, I would like to ask you to add three people to your list. I'm sorry, four people. Dr. Richard King, who was a guest on this show less than a year ago, who is the author of The Black Dot, became an ancestor on Thursday morning. The political prisoner Herman Wallace, who after spending more than 30 years in solitary confinement as a political prisoner um, in this country, was released and three days later died. Birdie Africa, the youngest survivor of the MOVE bombing in Philadelphia. And, of course, Tata Madiba, the former president of South Africa, the first African president of South Africa. We ask you to add them to your homage of ancestors this year during this Kwanzaa season. Kwanzaa, without a doubt, can be something or it can be nothing, Alpha. But we do want you to remember that there are some, um, some things that you need to know about celebrating Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa has seven basic symbols and two supplemental ones. Each represents values and concepts which are reflective of African culture and contributive to community building and reinforcement. There is the mazayo, the crops. These are symbols of African harvest celebrations and the rewards of productive and collective labor. In our home, we use gourds and squashes and And corn, the mkeka, which is the mat, is symbolic of our tradition and history and therefore the foundation on which we build. It's something simple. We use um, uh, a straw mat that actually, and nobody over the years knew this, is a placemat. And then there is the kanara, the candle holder. It's symbol of our roots, our parents, and continental Africans. And there are the seven candles. They are symbolic of the Inguza Saba, the seven principles, the matrix and minimum set of values which African people are urged to live by. And then there is the unity cup, the Kikomba Cha Umoja. It's symbolic of the foundational principle and practice of unity, which makes all else possible. And the Zawadi, the gifts, which are symbolic of the labor and love of parents, and they don't have to be bought, they can be made. Uh, And then there is the flag. The colors of the Kwanzaa flag are the colors of the organization of us, black, red, and green black for the people red for their struggle and green for the future and hope and then you can make your own poster of the seven principles now there's this major greeting and the greetings are to reinforce awareness of and commitment to the seven principles and this is how it goes you say habari gani during the Kwanzaa season, which is December 26th to January 1st. And the answer to each of the principles is the day of Kwanzaa. For instance, on the first day, it would be Umoja. On the on the, on the second day, it would be Kujichagulia. And then you add your own things, your own baskets, cloth patterns, art objects, harvest symbols. If you live in the South, maybe it's the hibiscus tree, uh, hibiscus flowers, or whatever, however you want to do that. But we encourage you to at least learn the Nguza Saba. And I'll go over it with you again. December 26th is the day of Umoja, which means unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and in the race. The second day and the second principle, Kujijakalia, self-determination, to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves. The third principle and the third day of Kwanzaa, Ujima, collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our community together and make our brothers and sisters' problems our problems to solve them together. Ujama, and we thank Alpha of the Alpha Show for elucidating on this principle cooperative economics, Ujamaa, to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses, and to profit from them together, Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation in the building and development of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kuumba, creativity, to do always as much as we can and the way we can in order to leave our community more beautiful and beneficial than when we inherited it. Imani, believe with all our heart in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness of victory of our struggle. Our Common Ground wishes for you and the world to be filled with a divine purpose and a renewed heart for peace and spiritual prosperity, a year filled with, as we always wish for you, enough and the spirit of the true meanings of Inguza Saba. We are really so grateful to have all of you uh, support and be part of our listening audience. And we thank you so very much. And we hope that we have helped you and contributed in some way uh, to your lives. We'll be back on January 11th. Solar Fire with Dr. Matthew V. Johnson will be back on TruthWorks Network on January 8th. And the Alpha Show with Alpha and we thank him for joining us tonight. We'll be back on january tenth. Thank you so very much, Aborigani, Ghani. Harambe to all of you and
7: your
5: families.
3: To the voices of your ancestors Who
1: speak to you
3: over ancient seas And across impossible mountaintops Come up from the gloom of national neglect You have already been paid for Come out of the shadow of irrational prejudices You owe no racial debt to history The blood of our bodies and the prayers of our souls have bought for you a future without shame, bright beyond the telling of it. You are the best we have. You are all we have. You are what we have become. It is time to remember
6: Thank you for joining us in our 28th annual Kwanzaa Teach-In and Celebration from Our Common Ground Media, TruthWorks Network, and Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. We wish you the best of the joy and the magic of the Inguza Saba and the holiday season. We look forward to returning on January 11, 2014, transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time.